having a five-year vision, a three-year vision, five-year goals, they are actually setting you up for failure. Hear me out. My name's Taryn. I'm a content and marketing strategist. I've been in business for 10 years and in that period of time, I have learned quite a bit. And today I want to talk to you a little bit about goals. Now, I have been committed to a daily podcast, but you may have noticed if you're a regular listener that there was like a month gap between prior to Christmas and where we are right now, the 20th of January, as I'm recording this episode. So I just want to touch on that for a moment before I dive into the conversation that I'm going to have. I was not planning on having a month-long hiatus from social media and the podcast, but I went away to Tasmania for a month over the Christmas period, and for three weeks of that trip, I didn't actually have mobile service or a Wi-Fi connection. So even if I wanted to be publishing content, it was not available to me and I didn't schedule things in advance because I had every intention of posting daily. But tomorrow's episode, I'm going to have a little bit of a conversation about what it felt like for me to have essentially a forced month away from creating and sharing content. So Today, I want to talk to you about how your five-year goal is actually kind of screwing with you. So having a vision, a five-year vision and a three-year vision is great. It's always good to look at the bigger picture. It's always good to have something to be working towards. It's always good to know what you want for your life and what you are doing things in your business for, you know, you've got an intention behind it. That's incredible. I'm not saying don't have a five-year or three-year vision. What I am saying though, is make sure you've got a date associated with that vision. Because as the saying goes, tomorrow never comes. If you put something off till tomorrow, then you'll put it off until the next day and the next day and the next day. And then all of a sudden, you know, two weeks has passed and you still haven't done the thing that you said you would do tomorrow, six weeks ago. And the same goes for your five week, uh, your five year goal. You, you said a goal, okay, in five years time, I want to have my dream house or I want to buy my dream car. And then three years later, that is still a five-year goal and technically you're not any closer to it because you're still looking at it as five years away, even though an extended period of time has passed. Now, I want to tell you what brought this into my awareness and it's an it's a realization that I had actually quite some time ago, but it came back up for me as I was doing some journaling over the Christmas and New Year period, as you do, especially considering I didn't have any service. Um... I had nothing better to do than read and write and obviously, you know, look after my children and that kind of thing. But this realization came to me because I always said when I was pregnant with my first child, I was like, you know, by the, in five years, I want to be moved out of Sydney and in a country town. So we are looking at different areas within New South Wales that we want to live, you know, that's out of the city. And that's a goal that's been mine and my husband's for as long as we've been together. So I've always said, okay, the five-year goal, the five-year goal, the five-year goal. 
And when I first set that intention, it was when I was pregnant with my my first daughter. She's three this year. And I'm still saying that that's our five-year goal. It's our five-year goal. When reality is we set that goal with five years in mind with the intention for us to be out of Sydney by the time she starts school. So nearly three years have passed since we set that goal. We aren't any closer to actually moving out of our Sydney home and into the country. And she's now two years away from starting school. So that goal technically should have become a two-year goal. Like we should be two years out from that goal, but we're not because we didn't associate a date to it. We didn't associate a deadline to it. So instead of setting a three-year goal or a five-year goal, I would encourage you to set a 2027 goal or a 2025 goal and making sure that you're actually tracking that and making progress. So one of the best ways to achieve these bigger goals is to set the goal and then work backwards. Okay, what do you need to achieve in order to be able to get there, right? And as much as I'm not a huge fan of getting there and you should be enjoying the journey and that kind of stuff, I understand that people have desires and we want to move up and do bigger and better and brighter and bolder and more expensive things in our lives. Let's be completely honest. We don't want to be stuck in this cycle of where we currently are. Otherwise, we wouldn't have started a business in the first place. We'd just be happy doing our thing. But we started a business because we want more for ourselves. And like you could tell me that that's not true, but I know that you'd be lying. So the thing about your five-year goals is setting an intention and working backwards, but setting a date, setting a deadline. And you could subscribe to the SMART goals idea with this. So (laughs) I'm putting myself on the spot now, but it's, you know, something measurable, attainable, timely, realistic. I can't remember what the S is. I can't remember what the S is for. But anyway, you get my drift. You, If you set a deadline to it, you can start to work backwards. And I want you to remember that it's incredibly common for us to underestimate what we can achieve in five or 10 years, but we overestimate what we can achieve in a year. So you might set yourself a really Um, Okay, so in five years time, you want to buy your dream house, let's call it a million dollars, just because that's the reality of the world we're living in at the moment, uh, especially in Australia, and certainly in New South Wales. So five years time, you want to buy a million dollar house. What do you need to do? What wheels do you need to set in motion for that to actually be achievable? Now, you could say you're, let's say you're making $1,000 a month currently in your business. You might say, okay, well, I'm going to make $200,000 this year, but in your mind, it's not possible that you could be making a million dollars in five years. So it's, I'm really struggling to articulate the message that I'm trying to share with you today, but we underestimate what we can achieve in, in 10 years time or in five years time. So in five years time, you might say, okay, I want to be generating half a million dollars a year. Okay. That's amazing. But you're only making $1,000 a month at the moment. So that's $52,000 a year. It's a big jump to go from 52,000 to 500,000, but it's not a big jump to go from 52,000 to 75,000. 
And then from 75,000, focus on doubling. And you could go, okay, well, I'm going to make $150,000 the following year. That's totally possible. And then you can focus on doubling again. Now, I'm not saying you're going to walk into the um, real estate agent with a bag of cash containing a million dollars to buy your dream house. You only need enough money for the deposit, right? Um, And a sustainable financial history within your business as a self-employed person to, um, you know, for the bank to look favorably upon you to facilitate a loan for the balance of the property. Obviously, the more money that you've got available to you at the time, the better it's going to be so that you can kind of, you've got a bigger deposit, you can secure potentially a bigger loan or have less of a loan when you go to invest in your property. So, don't set a five-year goal or five-year vision. Set a date that you want to achieve this by and then work backwards. Now, I know that I said in previous podcasts that I was going to be releasing a goal-setting freebie and guys, that never happened because I went away and I didn't have service and so I couldn't actually do it. And I'm really disappointed in myself, but I'm going to have a conversation with you tomorrow about how I'm feeling about that and what I'm going to do to make it up to you if you were waiting for that goal setting freebie. I'm still going to be putting it together. No, it's not going to be a new year, new me situation. The whole intention behind the goal setting freebie was going to be that you can use this workbook every single month on an ongoing basis to track your progress, to make sure that you are actually achieving the bigger goals that you've got set for yourself. 12 months, three years, five Five years, that kind of thing. So this actual workbook is going to help you set that vision, set that goal for five years or three years or whatever you want to focus on and work backwards, break it down in a way that's actually actionable all the way down to what kind of steps do you have to take on a weekly basis in order to achieve that five-year goal. I want to make it really, really simple for you and I want it to feel achievable instead of overwhelming. So I'm going to be working on that over the next couple of weeks. I'm not going to put any pressure on myself because since getting back and not having service for over a month, let me tell you, I have a lot on my plate. So I'm churning through all of my work, um, catching up with clients, catching up on uh, some other stuff that I've got going on behind the scenes. Uh, You can expect to receive a daily drop on the podcast and I'm going to let you know as soon as I've got more magic available for you. Head on over to my Instagram at underscore the content cure and send me a message. Let me know what you thought of this episode. And if you've got any questions or anything that you'd like me to chat about on the podcast, please make sure you let me know over on Instagram. And I can't wait to connect with you there. Have an awesome day. See you tomorrow.